Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. If you are like me, you were constantly told that it wasn't appropriate or right for you to focus on yourself. That it was actually selfish for you to do that. Or even better, it was just ingrained in you by what you saw around you in society, on social media, and even in the relationships that you had. Did you feel like sometimes there was something not quite right or maybe even missing in regards to the lack thereof or the misalignment of your relationships, not only with yourself, but with others? Today, we're going to dive into a topic that is often highlighted, but not really discussed at a deeper level the practice of self-love and how important it is to our everyday lives and in everything that we do because we are the foundation for everything we touch and operate in throughout our life whether it's mental, physical, spiritual, psychological, relational, Financial, career, business, volunteering, nonprofit, you name it. We are at the core of everything that we do. And when we don't understand or are intentional with our own self-love practice, it becomes difficult to not only receive love from others, but to also give it. So let's actually go into one definition of what self-love really is. And self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. It means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And it also means not settling for less than you deserve. Do any of those definitions sound accurate for you? I can say I'm going to hold my hand up to every single one of them because I wasn't even aware of self-love. You hear about self-image, you hear of self-care, you hear of self-confidence, when in reality, all of those stem from, guess what, our self-love for ourselves. 
because how we view, love, and appreciate ourselves reflects in every word, thought, and action we put forth into the world. When we are not sure of our own self-love, it is hard to have healthy and satisfying relationships with others because we don't have a healthy relationship with ourselves. We're not sure what our boundaries are, what our non-negotiables are, what we will and will not put up with, what we enjoy, what we don't, what is a pet peeve, what is our core value stemming from when we don't focus on our own self-love. And so what it could end up being is that we really have to take a look at really what does self-love mean to us individually. Because it's going to look different for each person depending on their own environment, how they grew up, their morals and values, the things they perceive, what they believe in, what they don't. It's going to be different for each of us, but the key is that we have to have an understanding of what the self-love mean to us individually. It requires taking a time to stop, pause, and reflect and ask ourselves some key questions such as, who am I really to God? What resonates with me what are the things that I love about myself what are the things that I need to still work on those are just a couple questions to get started on asking and finding out for ourselves what does self-love mean to us a couple of examples of what self-love could mean is How do you talk to and about yourself with love? This was a big one for me because subconsciously I wasn't even aware that I was talking very negatively to myself every day as well as about myself in the conversations I was having with others. I was rather toxic to myself but wanted to be surprised that I would have toxic relationships with others and it's because I was showing other people exactly how to treat me because they were following my example of how I treated myself another one could be how do you prioritize yourself do you put yourself first or do you put everything and everyone in front of your needs And we're not talking about your wants. We're talking about your needs, your necessities. Such as rest and nourishment. Going to appointments. Things of that nature. Giving yourself a moment throughout the day to just take a deep breath and just breathe. To release everything that's happened that day. 
Do you give yourself a break from self-judgment or do you constantly judge yourself unrealistically because of expectations you have set on yourself that you could never meet? I know I had created a whole new reality for myself that wasn't real and I operate in that for so long because I was just constantly judging myself against what I wasn't doing right. But what was really the standard I was using to say I wasn't doing things right or I wasn't enough or I wouldn't be able to accomplish what was before me. And what goes along with that is, do you trust yourself? Are you true to who you are authentically and transparently? Do you have healthy boundaries with yourself as well as others, especially in around your time? Because when we don't have self-love, we will say yes to a lot of things when we don't even realize we don't have the time to do them. And then we'll get frustrated because we have committed ourselves to all of these things. But at the same time, we're afraid to now say no or, you know, I thought about it or I looked at my calendar and I really don't have the bandwidth for that. Because we are so concerned about what's going to be said if we do say no. Do you forgive yourself? When you're not being true to who you are or nice to yourself? Or are you on autopilot just going through the motions? And all in all, self-care is self-love. We all need to go back to the beginning, go back to the basics of what does self-love mean to us? Are we being intuitive to listen to our bodies when it's telling us we need to rest or we need to take a break from the computer and Zoom and give our eyes a chance to rest from the strain of looking at a screen? Do we take breaks and stretch? Do we put the phone down and unplug for a while and truly connect with other people in ourselves? Are we eating the right way? Or are we just eating on the go or just on autopilot, not really thinking about if it was nutritious or not? At the very core, it's all about how you accept yourself, how you resonate with yourself in every aspect of every day. You're in tune with your emotions. You're in tune with your thoughts. You're in tune with with your heart posture, you're in tune with your relationship with God so that you know how to control your emotions and not let your emotions control you and be reactive in the things that you do instead of being proactive about what potentially could be the outcome from your decisions. And so now that we kind of have the foundation of what is self-love and what it means and what it could possibly mean to us individually, now it's about really putting that practice into action. 
Because until we actually do something, there's not going to be a change brought forth because we're still doing the same old, same old routine. We are still just going through the motions. We're just going on autopilot without really being conscious of being in alignment of truly who we are and whose we are every single day. So I have four quick tips of how to practice self-love in our everyday lives. And the first one, pretty simple, is become mindful. Take time to look at everything that you're doing. Becoming more aware of what is it that you're thinking. What are you saying about yourself in your alone time? And what are you saying and doing around others in regards to yourself? Or do you sometimes feel like you're having an out-of-body experience and you can't believe you have said, thought, or done what you just did? It's all about becoming mindful. It's all about being aware and alert to your surroundings and where you are in the present moment. Not thinking about tomorrow, not wandering off or, as they say, daydreaming. You are being actively present in the moment so that you are aware of what you're doing and also what you are receiving from others. The next tip is take actions based on your needs and not your wants. It's so easy by society with it being everything has to be done right away and you know it has to be immediate gratification. But is it what you need that you're focusing on? Or is it more of a want? Especially when we are so enamored in reflecting back on the past and what worked and what didn't work and what should have worked and what could have worked or what would have worked or could have had have been instead of where we are now. So we're not even able to fully be present and focus on what is to come because we are so transfixed on what has been. Focusing more on the negative and not on the actual lesson that was to be learned from every experience. The next tip is do good to yourself with self-care. Be intentional. Make it a everyday routine or as some would say a everyday habit. That you are going to be intentional in loving on your amazing, unique, divine self every moment of the day, every day, all day. And that you are going to have such high regard for who you are in God and the value and the gifts and talents that you have to offer the world, the breakthroughs. In the testimonies from the test that you have overcome to be an impact 
and transformation for someone else to see that they are not alone in their journey. That you have endured and you have become victorious and you have conquered so many things because of God's strength and provision. So if he was able to do it for you, what more could he do for the next person? Nourish yourself daily through activities that bring you joy, that bring you peace, that bring you comfort. Even in the midst of a storm, you still feel that love, that joy, that peace, that grace that is more than sufficient. And the final tip is you got to make room for the healthy habits. Because unless we are intentional with making room for them, for making a space for them to be entered into our life, we will continue to just go around the mountain doing the same thing over and over and over again, but desiring a different result. And it's not until we are able to shift our minds to good, positive and lasting change are we able to really see that change, activate that change, and bring about that change that we desire in our everyday lives. Because as you truly care for yourself, as you truly love on yourself in everything you do from how you sleep to how you exercise, how you move, how you utilize your time, what you eat, what is a yes, what is a no, what is a boundary? What is a non-negotiable? In sticking true to what resonates and means a lot to you will show others how to treat you in the process. Remember, it is all a choice in how we move and go about our day. And we can either choose right or we can choose wrong. But either way, we have to be willing to learn from what manifests from that choice and to learn the lesson as we become the better, greater versions of ourselves every single day. And we have to remember that God has helped us to overcome and win every single battle that we have faced. And how is that possible? Because we're still standing. You're listening to me on this podcast. You're still alive and breathing. You still have seen another day to begin anew, to have a fresh start, and to focus forward in trusting the process. I hope that this episode resonated with you and gave you something to reflect and ponder on. In regards to your own self-love practices. Know that it is not an overnight change. It is constantly a process that you are going to have to trust your progress through every single day. And as you continue to move within it, you will become better equipped in loving who you are and in order to receive And give the love to others and others to you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. 
And I would love to hear from you your ahas and insights from today's episode. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for being you and continue to soar and shine in everything that you do. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.